I would bring clothes that make no sounds at all, maybe some cozy flannel pajamas and an apple, which lubricates the mouth in a special way. Just seeing people in my mother's family change in ways I never imagined, which just filled me with tremendous hope. In my work as a Peloton instructor, I'm often telling really short stories in between intervals where I'm totally out of breath. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet writer and actress Alexandra O'Dare, CNN journalist John Blake, and Live, Learn, Love Well founder Emma Lovewell. Hear these authors talk about the process of narrating their memoirs, from the fascinating life experiences that inspired their work to conveying those experiences in the recording studio. Enjoy. Hi, this is Alexandra O'Dare, and I'm the author of Don't Call Me Home. My book is a memoir about growing up in the Chelsea Hotel and really the sort of vibe of downtown New York City in the 70s and 80s. Also the universal issue of coming of age in a small apartment with a very high-maintenance mother, to put it lightly. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, I'd say intense because of the marathon-like quality of it and having to relive (laughs) the stories that I kind of now want to just bury in a drawer somewhere. There were many words, but one particular one was capsule, which I say often as a joke, that word, but I really ended up saying that in the audio recording. And tausuld was hard. Tausuld, tausuled, tausuld, tausuld hair. I'm excited that listeners will hear the, you know, characters in the book. So my mother's voice, the best I can do, and my grandfather's, and yeah, like those sections from the river where I get to do my aunts and my grandpa and my mother, and also doing my little sister Gabby's voice when she was a baby was fun. But there was a lot of Viva in there, my mother, and I kind of got into really trying to capture her and evoke her cadence. How did I prepare for the audiobook? Well, I'm embarrassed to say, probably not enough. (laughs) I kind of did nothing. But uh, I know the book pretty well since I've been writing it for like 20 years, so I just took a deep breath and went with it. If I had to record this book again, I would bring clothes that make no sounds at all, maybe some cozy flannel pajamas, and an apple, which supposedly lubricates the mouth in a special way so you don't make all the annoying sounds. My dream narrator would be Parker Posey. I, for some reason, well, you know, not to brag, but I'm very casually friends with her, and I just really imagine her doing a great Viva. I love listening to audiobooks, and I listen to a lot of them. And my favorite right now, and one of the best ones I've listened to in a long time, is Demon Copperhead, narrated by Charlie Thurston, who does an incredible job. It's like a one-man act. I mean, it's written by Barbara Kingsolver, but it's all Charlie's voice doing a really good Appalachian accent. And I have to add in Kiese Lemon's Heavy. He narrates it himself. And if you haven't read that memoir, run to the store and get it or listen to it. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is cooking, cleaning, and driving. 
And now listen to a clip from my audiobook. Viva walks out of the elevators of the Chelsea Hotel wearing a hooded ankle-length jalaba over her huge belly. She collapses into a sudden heap and moans dramatically, fabric billowing around her on the bright red rug. I know the lobby rug is red because it is as close as skin to me. I grew up crawling, then walking, then roller skating, then slinking around and hiding in the halls of this hotel. But this particular memory is in black and white. Hi, this is John Blake, author of More Than I Imagined, What a Black Man Discovered About the White Mother He Never Knew. I was inspired to write my book because of the relationship I developed with my mother and her family. In my job as a journalist, I was very jaded and depressed by all these divisions that we have in our country over race. And then one day I realized that my family had been divided by these same forces, but yet we found a way to heal. And I thought that was a story worth telling. Because if we can heal, so can others. The emotionally reliving very difficult moments was very grueling. Finally, I mispronounce all the time. That's one of the words that stand out. Finally. What I'm very excited about people hearing is seeing how people changed in ways that would be very surprising. My experience has been in my job that there are many people who feel like people don't really change that much, that our racial divisions are like inscribed in stone, that the kind of perpetual tension that we're living with in this country is just our destiny. And just seeing people in my mother's family change in ways I never imagined, which just filled me with tremendous hope. And they changed me as well in ways I never expected. So seeing people change for the better is something I'm very excited about. And the other thing that was very exciting to write is at the very end, when I began to realize that my mom had so much more impact on me than I realized, and that she had so much more courage and optimism that I realized because of the way she lived. There's an author and activist I really like named Eric Liu, and Liu is spelled L-I-U. And I love his voice, and I love what he writes, so he would be like a dream narrator. And now listen to a clip from my audiobook. I was dozing off one night when he made another of his grand entrances. I first heard the screech of tires as his dark blue Ford Bronco ran over a curb. Next came the mumbled curses as a set of jingling keys hit the pavement. After a long pause, the front door creaked open and heavy footsteps stumbled inside. As I rubbed my eyes, I heard the crackling of a needle hitting a dusty record in the living room. The velvety voice of Nat King Cole filled the house. Hi, this is Emma Lovewell, author of Live, Learn, Love Well. I wrote my book because in my work as a Peloton instructor, I am often telling really short stories in between intervals where I'm totally out of breath, And I really wanted this opportunity to tell my story at length and really sit down and take the time to think about the words, 
that I wanted to use to describe my life, my stories, and hopefully inspire those who are listening to it. I think that storytelling is an amazing way to connect. And so if you're somebody who needs a little motivation, needs some inspiration, needs a reminder that you're doing great just the way you are, then I think this book is for you. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be fun. Why? Because I've never recorded an audiobook in a quiet room like this before, and it was a very cool experience. I realized I had trouble pronouncing some really basic words, but then also a lot of Japanese cuisine, like chashu, chashu. <laughs> also the word appreciative. You have to like move your face in a different way than I am normally thinking about. I actually really liked the section about my mom's 70th birthday party. I just felt like the descriptors and the way it was written, just I can picture it. I can see myself there. So I hope that when the listeners are hearing it, they also feel like they're there. I prepared for the audiobook recording by saying, how now, brown cow, <laughs> and doing vocal exercises, also drinking tea. If I had to record again, I would bring my cats into the studio because although they would probably make noises and disturb the whole process, it would be really fun to have them here. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast David Attenborough. That's it. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was Dave Grohl's book, The Storyteller. He did such a good job describing band life and kind of this like rugged, grungy time in his life. And he just has a great voice. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is probably in the car. It's great to just throw them on, especially for a long drive. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. Life can move at breakneck speed, and it can be hard to keep up. It often feels like the older I get, the faster time goes, and I find myself getting whiplash if I don't remind myself to slow down and just breathe. There are many days where my schedule is packed full and I'm hustling to fit everything in. Did I remember to put my clothes in the dryer? Did I finish my playlist for my upcoming 90s rock ride? On my commute to the city, there are meetings to schedule, calls to return, and emails to answer before I arrive at the studio for a live ride. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.